a speech in Iowa this week. While supposedly he was talking about, you know, the, the conflict in Israel and war and death and very serious matters, Donald Trump became distracted by a fly. A fly. While he was talking, a fly, I guess, buzzed near his head, and it caused his brain to completely break. So he goes down a new path, you know, no longer talking about war and destruction and horrible humanitarian crises. No, he starts talking about the fact that flies are, are bad and uh, you apparently cannot buy fly paper in the United States anymore, which news to me, but here he is. You can watch in real time as Donald Trump gets distracted and then has his brain completely break all because of an insect. Here he is who sympathize with this are sick. They're sick and they're evil and they're not going to be fixed. You're not going to make them into wonderful people one day. I didn't know you had flies in Iowa. I hate flies. Now I'll get in trouble for saying that. Cruelty to animals. No, it's true. You know, I said the other day, we, I was at a place and there's a beautiful place, but they had like flies. And I said, get fly paper. They said, sir, they're not allowed to sell it anymore because of cruelty to animals. They actually said that. I don't know. Can you get fly paper? It used to be great, right? But they said, you can't do that anymore, sir. It's cruelty. What the hell is going on with this country? But now I'm going to tell you this. Some of you probably already know this, but you can actually go to like Walmart right now, no matter where you live and buy flypaper. Uh, you can go to a dollar store and buy flypaper. You, you can get on Amazon and order flypaper. You can go to specialty websites and get even more involved and allegedly better flypapers. Like there's actually websites that do nothing but that. I know because for this segment, I actually had to research that kind of garbage because yes, you can still buy flypaper here in the United States, but that is just the path that Donald Trump's just mentally decaying brain went on like from, Oh, there's a fly. And instead of just being like, ah, you know, moving your hand like that. No, like it just took him. He followed the fly <laughs> down this rabbit hole and ends up lying to the entire crowd again, while he was supposed to be talking about a very serious subject. And we're supposed to believe that president Biden is the one that's mentally not all there. I mean, Donald Trump can't keep his train of thought when a fly goes past him. That's, that's, you know, not exactly the kind of mental competency that Donald Trump is supposed to be projecting right now as he claims that his opponent is mentally incompetent, but he is the one whose brain is still sharp as a tack, right? No. But I do like the whole reason I even wanted to talk about this aside from just how incredibly stupid Trump is, is because this is how conservative lies work, right? Everybody in that crowd believed at least for a split second that flypaper was somehow illegal here in the United States, that you could not buy flypaper. And we watched that talking point be birthed. Like that's, what's so remarkable about that segment, not just Trump's brain breaking, but the fact that we just saw a new talking point come to life, a new conspiracy, a new attack on the left. You can't buy fly paper because it's cruel to flies and that's animal cruelty. 
He'll repeat it. I promise you he will start repeating that in speech after speech after speech, just like he did with the, Hey, I got to flush my toilet 15 times. People were like, that's weird. But because he got pushback on it, he started saying it more and more. You can't buy fly paper. Just like, Oh, you can't own a gas stove in the United States anymore. Oh, just like you can't, uh, the left is going to come door to door and take your guns. This is how these talking points start. And we just watched that one being born all because Donald Trump got distracted by a fly. Eric Trump, the idiot fail son of former president Donald Trump thinks it's super great and awesome that his dad buried his mom on a golf course. Not just buried her on a golf course though, but as we've seen from the recent photos, buried her in a grave near the first green of the golf course or, or, or first tee of the golf course, excuse me. Um, and then just didn't keep up with the landscaping on it. So Ivana Trump's grave is overrun with weeds and nobody's bothered to go out there with a weed whacker and try to make it look nice. No, it's not a memorial. It's an eyesore at this point. But during a recent interview with Carrie Lake, for some reason, Eric Trump praised his father for putting his mother on the golf course. Here is what Eric Trump had to say. First of all, Carrie Lake asks him, was your dad pretty supportive when all that happened when your mother passed away? And Eric responded, incredibly, I will say so much so that, you know, we have a family funeral plot in New Jersey and he was the one to say, you know, I want her with us. It was pretty amazing. Again, you know, kind of a wife long removed, ex-wife long removed. He's an incredible man. He's got a heart of gold, a heart of gold. There's mom right over there. Whoa, look at that. Hey mom, did you see it? I mean... Eric Trump, that's your mother. Those weeds are growing over your mother in a place that has daily landscaping. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever lived on a golf course or been to a golf course. Every day, people are out there because they have to be cutting grass, you know, taking the weed eaters out there, taking the edgers out there. They're doing landscaping every day, every single freaking day on a golf course. And nobody thought, Hey, I'm going to run the mower over Ivana real quick to take care of this little area. Eric Trump never made a phone call saying, Hey, I can't see my mom's, uh, uh headstone because the wildflowers have taken over it. Could you, could you maybe get out there? Could you hand me a, you know, <laughs> a tool? I could do it. Maybe it'll literally take you 30 seconds to just mow it real quick. That's my mom. Let's show her some respect. And Eric couldn't make that call. Don Jr. Didn't make the call. Ivanka didn't make the call. And here is Eric Trump praising his father for this. Like he's got a heart of gold. Yeah. If you mean a non functioning lump of rock. Yeah. I'd say that describes Donald Trump's heart pretty well but that's your mother. Imagine the callousness that this man has to praise his father as his mother gets overtaken with ragweed. 
I just, I am at a loss to see such non-human emotions from this family. It never ceases to amaze and disgust me. And I know we have seen horrible things from these people, right? The ripping off the kids with cancer charity. Just when you think it can't get any worse, it continues to get worse. There's, you know, there's one thing being just a bad son or just a bad person in general. I get that. We see it all the time. But the depths that this Trump family goes to, to repeatedly prove to the public just how disgusting they are, it will never not shock me. As I'm sure everybody is aware by now, on Monday, Judge Tanya Chutkin issued a limited gag order against Donald Trump, preventing him from talking about Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, or Jack Smith's family. He cannot talk about any of the court personnel, and of course, he cannot attack any of the potential witnesses in the case. And then... Moments, literally moments after this order came down, Donald Trump got on Truth Social and really pushed the limits of that gag order to the point where reporters are suggesting that he may have already violated it. Like the ink wasn't even dry on the order before Donald Trump got on Truth Social and said some things that depending on your interpretation, could easily be viewed as violations of the gag order. Here is what Donald Trump said. We'll appeal the gag order ruling witch hunt. And by saying witch hunt, that also does kind of attack the prosecutor. Again, it depends on your interpretation, but Jack Smith is the guy that brought the indictment. He was the, you know, special prosecutor doing the investigation. So if you're calling it a witch hunt, you're calling into question his authority, his morals, and his motivation. So just saying, you could view that as an easy violation of the gag order. He then went on on another one. A terrible thing happened to democracy today. Gag order. (laughs) I just love the way that was phrased. And then of course, his campaign sent out their official statement that again, might be seen as a violation of the gag order when they said, quote, Today's decision is an absolute abomination and another partisan knife stuck in the heart of our democracy by crooked Joe Biden, who was granted the right to muzzle his political opponent, the leading candidate for the presidency in 2024, and the most popular political leader in America, President Donald J. Trump. Now, by attacking President Biden there, you could view that as an attack on the Department of Justice, which is an attack on Jack Smith. So again, kind of a gray area, but I think that statement as disgusting as it is and as untrue as it is, that statement's probably okay. And it didn't stop there either folks, because then Donald Trump sent out a fundraising email that said this, the Biden administration can try and gag me, but they can never gag the American people. No, because you're doing a good job of gagging all of us right now, Donald. Let me be clear about that. Every time you speak, we just one of those numbers, right? He then at an Iowa campaign rally 
after his posts on Truth Social, after the official statement from the campaign, after the fundraising email, he gets up on stage and he says this. Today, a judge put on a gag order. I'll be the only politician in history that runs with a gag order where I'm not allowed to criticize people. Can you imagine this? Do you believe this? I'm not allowed to criticize people. So we'll see. We'll appeal it and we'll see. But it's so unconstitutional. Again, that kind of seems like it's an attack on the judge, right? And you're not allowed to attack any court personnel. The judge is a court personnel. So I assume she is also included in people you can't attack by alleging that her decision was in fact unconstitutional. You were calling into question her reasoning and her rationale, possibly even her motivations, which could again, taint a potential jury pool. And this all happened. It started moments after the gag order and it happened for hours after the gag order on the first day. I think it's pretty obvious at this point that eventually Donald Trump is going to violate that gag order. It's just a matter of when. Maybe it'll be today, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, but it will happen. Clearly, he cannot shut himself up and eventually it's going to get him in very serious trouble. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced. <laughs>